and welcome to the Bikers Church Midrand Podcast. It's great to have you join us for this week's episode. We hope that you find this valuable for your daily life. Welcome to all our church family. Uh, we are missing you something crazy. We cannot wait for a time where we can just get together and visit again. To all of our guests visiting with us today, clicking on us for the first time, uh, I really do hope and pray that this will be the first of many, a very special and warm welcome to you. Now, last week we started with a brand new series called Through the Unknown. And the series really just takes a bit of a walk with, with, with David as he, as he lays out Psalm 23 for us, as he just talks through his process of walking through the unknowns of his life. Now, we're in a very interesting space uh, culturally where we are facing a global pandemic and because of this, uh, we're just being flooded with all sorts of of misinformation, uh, uh, untruths, um, uh, call it what you will. Um, but, but there are these, these, even these conspiracy theories that keep kind of just coming across our, our screen or coming across conversation as we chat. Uh, there have been some interesting ones. There have been, you know, things around end times and, and Mark of the Beast and, and vaccinations and uh, all sorts of stuff. Uh, my personal favorite one uh, that has kind of been interesting to just watch it unfold is where the coronavirus originated from. I mean, at first it was all about people eating bats. Then it kind of transitioned into it's this bio chemical warfare that was designed in a lab. And more recently, it's kind of shifted gears into this whole, you know, 5G technology that's giving everyone this virus. And I might have just trampled a holy cow for you, and I apologize for that. But at the end of the day, there's all sorts of misinformation. There's all sorts of fake news coming our way. And it's so hard to, to distinguish between what's real and, and what's not. And the truth be told, all of this misinformation, all of, all of these conspiracy theories and, 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 they all have one purpose. And that purpose is fear. And not just is the purpose fear, but the purpose is for you and for me to make fear-based decisions for our lives. And as we consider this, you may be thinking what I have been thinking somewhere along the line. How during this time of the unknown, how, how do we find rest? How do we find rest? rest through the unknown. Now, the truth be told, we don't know what we don't know. What does that even mean? I mean, the truth be told, there are things that we don't know that we have no idea that we don't know. And one of these things that we just don't know, or maybe you did know and you've just kind of forgotten, or maybe you're well aware of it, but ultimately 
we may be in a space where we don't know that we have several voices that are wanting to speak into these moments. We have several voices that, that's wanting to, to chime in on this conversation as we, as we transition through the unknown. And these voices are, come in the form of, of, of media, whether it's, it's uh, social media or, or media that comes through official channels, but there's this voice of the media that, that wants to contribute into our process as we navigate our way through the unknown. There's, there's, there's our neighbors. They are our, our friends, our coworkers. Uh, maybe it's our literal neighbors, but they're these people around us who, who also have this voice into this moment. You could even tie our culture into that, that our, our culture has this voice that wants to, to, to lead and guide and direct us through this unknown. Then there's one that's a little more tricky. And that's my voice for my life. That's your voice for your life. You see, the thing with, with, with my voice is that my voice wants to get in on this conversation. My voice wants to guide and lead and direct through the unknown. And, and the next one is just as tricky, probably a little more tricky, because some of us believe that it's there and some of us don't believe that it's there. But whether we want to believe it or not, we all have an adversary. We all have an enemy. We all have this, this, this person who's, who's wanting to derail us from God's plan and His purpose for our lives. And whether you call him the devil or Satan or have some personal theological preference in that moment where maybe you even don't like to acknowledge him in any shape or form or believe that we should, regardless of that, the bottom line is that you and I have an enemy to our soul that wants to derail us from God's plan and his purpose for our lives. The good news is there's another voice. And that voice is the voice of a good shepherd. And as David navigates his way through, through the unknown, he, he, he journals this psalm of Psalm 23. And, and as he writes it, this is, this is what he, he says to you and me. He says, the Lord is my shepherd. I have all that I need. The Lord is my shepherd. I have all all that I need. So, so here David, as we spoke last week, he's equating the heart of God to the heart of a shepherd. And the reason for that being is he functioned as a shepherd, so he understood the heart of a shepherd. And he he's really knows that, that the heart of a shepherd wants to care, wants to protect, wants to provide for his sheep. And when he refers to sheep, he's not referring to these mindless animals, but he's really referring to willing, obedient followers of God. And he says that, that as these sheep listen to the voice of the shepherd, the, this voice leads them to certain places. He, he, he leads them to, to food and to shelter and he keeps them from harm. But there's another place that the voice of the shepherd leads to. 
And he tells us here in, in verse two, he reveals it to us. He says, he says, he lets me rest. He lets me rest in green meadows. He leads me besides peaceful streams. He renews my strength. He guides me along right paths, bringing honor to his name. See, what David's communicating in this moment is he's, he's saying that, hey, I have clarity as to the voice that I'm allowing to speak into these moments. I have clarity as to the voice that I'm allowing to lead me through this unknown. Because this voice leads to rest. And I believe that there are so many of us that find ourselves in a space where that is something that we are, are lacking right now. So, so desperately lacking. And, and what David's saying is when we follow the voice of the good shepherd, that voice leads to rest. But I also recognize that it's hard to know what voice am I listening to right now? If there are all these voices, if it's my voice, the enemy's voice, culture's voice, media's voices, there's all these other voices. How do I distinguish which voice is mine or media or culture? Or, and how do I know which voice is the good shepherd? We see when it's my voice that's wanting to to lead and, and wanting to, to kind of take that, that lead role in, in leading me through the unknown. My voice is this voice that, that, that leads me to, to this apathetic place of comfort. My voice leads to, to, to things that are familiar to me. So your voice for your life is, will be doing the exact same thing. But, but, but as we follow our own voice, it leads to these places where we kind of click into our default setting. And you know what that is. And I don't even have to convince you. Because you know, when you function in your default setting, you're in a space where, where you, you naturally lean towards the things that you like, your personal preferences, and, and, and. And it's not a place where we naturally grow. In fact, it's a place where we end up stagnating and a place where we end up digressing. It's this, it's this issue of my voice leading me to this place of self-preservation. When we think of the enemy's voice that we want to speak into these moments, the enemy's voice is always a voice of accusation. The enemy's voice is that voice that says, you'll never be good enough. And never mind good, you'll just never be enough. You know that, that thing that you're struggling to stop with or, or to let go of, like you'll never be able to do it. This, this, this new thing that you're trying and you, you're trying to bring into your life and you're trying to grow and you're trying to get better, it's just not going to happen. Like, this plan and this purpose that you believe God has created you for or, or that someone's told you you created for and, and, and you're struggling to get into that stride, like it's never going to happen. 
because you're just not enough. You'll always be less than. And that's that voice of accusation of the enemy in your life. You see, when the shepherd's voice speaks into your life, when the shepherd's voice speaks into my life, when we allow the shepherd's voice to take the lead in this conversation, the shepherd's voice leads to rest. And when he talks about rest, when, when David's talking about rest here, he doesn't talk about one moment of, of rest. It's not like this kind of this big moment of rest and then we're done. No, when we, when we look at Scripture, when we look at the way that, that, that David has laid out Psalm 23, he says this in verse 2. He says, he, he lets me rest in green meadows, plural. He leads me beside peaceful streams, plural. See, he's not talking about a one-off rest and then we got to just go and live under stress and anxiety and feeling overwhelmed and lack of strength and, and all of these things. No. What he's saying there is that the good shepherd's voice leads us to rest, which is this habit of rest. It's like the good shepherd leads us into these habits of rest. It's not this once-off moment, but it's this, these continual spaces of rest. It's not tied to a weekend or a long weekend or an off day or a holiday or that at night when I get home and I just crash. No, it's so much more than that. The rest that he's talking about is a rest for our souls. It's like this habit of just finding rest in the good shepherd as we follow his voice. And you see, ladies and gentlemen, for, for you and me to to make it through the unknown and, and for you and for me to, to not just make it through, but to make it through the unknown better and stronger. We need to figure out what voice are we listening to? What voice are we following? Because ultimately the voice will determine the destination. You see, when I'm listening to my voice or I'm listening to the enemy's voice or culture's voice or, or, or all these other voices and I'm allowing them to be the predominant guide in this process, ultimately it leaves, leads to these places of, of destruction within my life. And I'm sure we've all experienced that at some point or another. But when I allow the voice of the good shepherd to lead, man, his voice leads us to rest. His voice leads us to, to this place where, where our hearts are rejuvenated and strengthened. And, and he leads us in a place where, where he gives us clarity for the road ahead and leads us in right paths. Jesus said it this way. He, he, he harnessed this moment of David in Psalm 23. And he said, that good shepherd that David's talking about, here I am. It's, it's me. Like, I am the good shepherd. And he says here in John 10, John 10 and verse 14, he says, I am the good shepherd. I know my own sheep and they know me. 
He's like, I am that good shepherd. I know my own sheep and they know me. And then he goes on in verse 27 and he says, my sheep listen to my voice. I know them and they follow me. What David's communic- what, what Jesus is communicating to us so beautifully here is that he's saying, if, if you are my follower, if, if you and I are followers of Jesus, then we will know his voice. If we are followers of this good shepherd, then we will know the shepherd's voice. But how can I know the shepherd's voice if I don't know the good shepherd? You see, years ago, 2006, I, I, I broke my leg badly in a, in a motorcycle accident. And uh, during that time, I spent three months in a wheelchair. I spent a year on crutches, and I spent a lot of time in either hospital beds or my own bed at home. Uh, seven surgeries, all sorts of crazy stuff that happened during that time. But what happened in that time was it afforded a time for me to just switch off from all the different voices and all the noise in my life and just really get quiet and really hear the voice of the good shepherd, get to know the voice of the good shepherd. And I actually thank God for that time of that broken leg. And many of us today are are sitting in in COVID-19 and we're sitting in a space where we have this proverbial broken leg. Where, where we are immobilized and we're in a space where we can't function the way that we would have liked. And we've actually just been afforded this opportunity to switch off all these other voices. Stop. Get quiet. Get to know the shepherd's voice. And get to allow that shepherd's voice to, to lead us as we follow him. There's this practice by by Middle Eastern shepherds in the day where Jesus would have been communicating this to his audience where the Middle Eastern shepherd, if there was a little little lamb who who didn't know the shepherd's voice yet and and he'd just run off and do his own thing and whether the shepherd called him or not, he wouldn't come back because he just didn't know the shepherd's voice. If that continued for too long, the shepherd would go and fetch that little lamb. He'd break his legs He'd set them again and mend them and care for the little lamb and he would hold him to his chest. And no matter what he did or where he went or who he spoke to, as he would talk, as he would call, as he would just engage, that little lamb would hear the shepherd's voice day in and day out as the shepherd would care for that little lamb. And by the time that little lamb's legs were mended and and, and ready to run about again, that little lamb knew the shepherd's voice and, and the shepherd could let him go. And when the shepherd would call, the little lamb would recognize his voice and come back. And if I'm honest, my broken leg really epitomized that, that, that story where, where, where I got to know the shepherd's voice and I got to learn when to respond to the shepherd's voice. And right now you may just be in that exact space where you're just up against the shepherd's chest, learning to know him, learning to know his voice, so that when this broken leg is mended, that we can respond effectively to his voice. See, 
what happens when we know the shepherd's voice and when we allow the shepherd's voice to lead us is that he lets me rest in green meadows. He leads me beside peaceful streams. He renews my strength. He guides me along right paths. And my life brings honor to his name. See, when I listen to the voice of the good shepherd, he brings rest. He brings restoration and strength to my soul. And he leads me in right paths, guides me, directs me. In our community, we talk about next steps, that we've all got a next step to take. What's your next step this morning? Maybe you've been in a place where, where you've really struggled with a restless heart, where you felt like, like your, your heart has just been troubled and it's been restless and, and you've, you've really struggled to find rest and peace during this time. You've just been overwhelmed with anxiety and an end. Maybe you're in a place where you've felt completely overwhelmed, where you felt like you've had all your strength removed. You've just, you've just felt like you've struggled to get out of bed and you've just felt weak, maybe even hopeless. Maybe during this time, you've just lacked clarity on direction. You've, you've had so many voices speaking in that it's been hard to distinguish which is the voice of the Good Shepherd and which is any of these other voices that's wanting to lead you and guide you right now. Maybe today your next step is to just listen for the voice of the Good Shepherd. And as you listen for His voice, as you get to know Him, as you get to hear His voice and as you respond to His voice, that He will bring rest that He will bring rejuvenation and strength to your life. And that He will bring clarity in direction as you, He leads you in right paths. And I believe that His heart for you and for me is that we will live in the space of rest, of strength for our souls and walking in right parts that don't lead to destruction, but lead to a fullness of life and lead to lives that honor God as we follow the voice of the Good Shepherd. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you for this morning, Lord. We thank you for the fact that we could just get a sneak peek into, into David's diary and just see how he, how he, connected with you as his good shepherd, that through his unknowns, you led him, Lord, and that as he responded to your voice, Lord, you led him in rest, that you strengthened his soul and that you led him in the right way to go. And Lord, I thank you as ladies and, and gentlemen, as, as men and women have, have today just made that decision for themselves, Lord. To, to, to shut out the other voices that are trying to get in on the conversation. 
Father God, and really just, just tune into your heart for their lives, tune into your voice for their lives, Lord. Lord, I thank you that as they listen to your voice and as they allow your voice to lead them in this week to come and beyond, Father God, that you will bring the rest that they need. Lord, and that through that process of rest, Lord, that you bring strength to their hearts, bring strength to their souls. And Father God, that ultimately you will lead them, that you will lead us in the right direction, that you will give us clarity on where to go, what to do, how to go about it, purely because we are listening and following your voice. And I thank you that as we do this, that we will be an accurate representation of your son Jesus to the world around us. We love you and we thank you that your heart for us is good, that your heart for us is love, and that as we follow you, we will enjoy the realities of that joy and that love. And we pray this all in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much for being with us this morning. Uh, we love you. We look forward to seeing you next week. If you need to connect with us, connect with us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, uh, at Bikers Church Midrand. Uh, if you want to connect with us on YouTube, just go and subscribe to, to our YouTube page and, and connect with us on there. Uh, we'd love to engage with you. We love you. Look forward to seeing you next week. Have a great week. Bye. We trust that you found this message valuable. For more information on who we are or how you can get involved, please check out our website at bikerschurchmidrand.co.za or connect with us through social media on Facebook or Instagram. Beyond that, have a great day.